Oh, there you go. Tell me about uh, Feel Great Coaching, mate. Yeah, yeah, cool. Uh, So, Feel Great Coaching. Uh, It's been an evolution. Um, So, I'll go that way back, eh? (laughs) When I first started it, it was like four years ago, I started it. I started it kind of as a, you know, side gig um, alongside my other job, which was like behavioral change management in like corporations. Um, and I was CrossFit coaching and people just naturally kind of like asked, oh, do you, can you help me with nutrition? And I was like, oh, and I was really interested in it. So I went and studied it and then took on one client, um, you know, it was like a test client as you do. And yeah, sort of it just built from there. Like then he got good results and then a couple more people kind of came on and yeah, it was like word of mouth for ages. Um, and that kind of went on for a while. Like I did it alongside my kind of consulting job. And then um, about two years ago now, I just decided to go all in and was like, right, it's time. I love this. It was like my my other job was amazing. Like I liked my job. Sorry, my dog's there if you can hear it. It's all right. <laughs> my other job was cool, but it didn't quite have like the really good like feel good like fulfillment factor that you get from really helping people like change their freaking life (laughs) so I was like how do I do this um yeah and I worked with a business mentor which was really helpful and he kind of helped me set up my business in a way that worked for me um like the idea was kind of work less but like help more people if that's possible Mm -hmm. um yeah and since then really cool so um yeah I guess like people come to me it's an interesting one people come to me for weight loss but that's like like this much of it it's like they think they want weight loss but actually what they want is like to feel awesome feel confident in themselves like love their body and then actually like through the journey it's actually less about the weight loss and more about like finding themselves and what they enjoy and how they want to live their life but it's it's a really interesting one because you market it like you know you give them what they think what they want and then like yeah but sell them what they want give them what they need and I I mean I tell people that openly I'm very open about that I'm like okay like yeah you want like weight loss like mm -hmm." never thinks they want that and then there's like this magical moment where like you know what like wow there's more to life than how much I weigh I'm like oh who knew um (laughs) so it's just really cool and it's so rewarding seeing people on that journey and have that kind of magical moment where they're like wow I'm more than this. And then they realize like there's so much opportunity that they have in their life that they can expand themselves more than like what I look like. It's like, oh, like people change their jobs, careers, like everything. And it's, yeah, super cool. So yeah, at the moment I have a coach um, who works for me. So a coach and then I have a VA. So there's three of us in my huge company. Um, Yeah, but yeah, it's pretty cool. And so my coach, she is actually in the States. Um, so half of my clients are in the US and half are here, I'd say, um, which is pretty cool. So it's fun with like time zones and stuff. Um, but yeah, you get quite a different slant on like perspectives and stuff just from different like upbringings and like social norms and conditioning and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, the idea is that I want to help people feel the, their best, whatever that is for them. So we don't kind of have like a, cookie cutter one size fits all it's like very personalized it's like okay like you don't like doing that don't do that then what works for you helping people like figure it out for themselves but being that like guide for them um yeah but we want to bring the idea is bring more coaches on in the future to help more people 
to have more impact. Um, so just kind of setting up some stuff to help uh, really make that awesome. And we've got a client app, which is super cool. And you can do some really cool stuff in there. Like we do strength training programs in there as well. So often people, when they've done their like nutrition bit, they're like, okay, I'm pretty good with this. Like they're like, oh, I want to get strong now. I'm like, yes. <laughs> and like that's my goal is like to get people really strong because a lot of people are still especially females are still very like scared or just like don't know about weightlifting or just like lifting weights and their idea of lifting weights is like oh, I go to the gym and lift a two kilo dumbbell I'm like it's not actually a weight like I'm like go and lift something fucking heavy mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah um pretty cool very grateful to do what I do yeah that's pretty. that's awesome like uh yeah. Yeah, it's really cool to, to hear someone grow something from a passion and a little side, you know, business or side hustle, whatever you want to call it, into like the main thing and just go, you know what, fuck it, I'm just going to dive balls deep and then let's see what happens. And that that's really cool and being able to like branch out like cross-continental too and also go over mm-hmm. to to America is like proper wicked. Do you like, do you train more or do you have more clients that are males or females or is it like I can even split? Nah, it's primarily females. Um, I have two male clients. um, But yeah, I definitely target myself, like market myself at females. Uh, Mm -hmm. The males that I've had have just been because they kind of know me personally Mm -hmm. um, or have heard of me through someone. So, um, but very much females. Like our kind of thing is like, we're like the anti-diet coaching. So, so many females have done, and probably males too, but it's just, we just t- kind of target females more because it's kind of got that really emotional connection with, you know, weight loss and all of that sort of stuff and our body and body confidence. Males do too, but it's different language you use with them. Yep. Um, yeah, but in terms of like females, it's like, you know, they, if they love themselves and their body, like they can just do so much more. So it's kind of just helping them figure out what that means for them, whether that's weight loss, getting stronger or whatever. And often it's like dealing with the crazy stuff in their head. Like that's it. Helping them work through thoughts. It's a lot of like unlearning is something we talk about um, because we've kind of been conditioned that to have the body you want, this is what society tells you or social media at least, have the body you want. You have to like starve yourself, do these crazy things. It has to be really restrictive. And so we're kind of really anti that. We're like, okay, we don't want to put any rule restriction. Like how can we add to your life, make it better, like make it you grow as a person as opposed to like, you can't have this, you can't do this, because instantly you're going to like rebel against that. And I think kind of everything like the weight loss industry is built on is built on restriction. So we're more about like expensive and, better and bigger and how can you just make yourself like yeah bigger better i think that's one of the one of the things that like really like sort of resonated with me with when i read the anti-dieting culture i was like that's fucking brilliant that's absolutely spot on and i remember remember a quote i either read or heard or whatever this was fucking years ago of like if anything requires willpower it's only a matter of time before you break yes and you know me being male i'm like nah come on that's a challenge you know I'll, I'll be fine you know and but the thing is with whether it's take you two weeks or whether it's going to take you like five years like eventually if you're just relying on willpower all the time like you will end up cracking and then you'll just swing the other way right because human beings are, are usually dumb so we go from like super restrictive to then like oh my god i've just gained 50 kilos because i've just gone hard um mm, like yeah i'm interested in like uh 
like the female perspective, you know how you get the um, pressures and the emotional tie to, to all that. What would some of those be from a female perspective? Like the emotional things. Yeah, yeah. so I guess it's like like social conditioning, social media, it's all in our face. It's like you have to, should, there's a lot of shoulds involved, I'd say. Yeah. Like anything, like I say to my clients, if a should is coming up, you should question why you feel you should do that, you know. Um, but from an emotional perspective, it's like we're conditioned that to look a certain way is like your value as a person, which is so ridiculous. Like you're better when you're looking, you know, leaner or whatever. And like, you know, maybe people will lose weight and go, oh, wow, you're looking really good. And so you get this praise that almost comes from, um, you know, looking a certain way. But it's like, yeah. let's actually not comment on how someone looks, whether it's big or small or whatever. It's actually like, are you a good person? Like, do, are you do, Are you happy? Are you fulfilled? Are you doing things that like light you up? And that's where a lot of it comes from. It's like female, especially females tend to put themselves last. That's what I see with a lot of my clients, especially like if they're a mum or something. Um, a lot of mums, like it's like they're the bottom of kind of the, you know, like their kids come first, their family comes first, their partner. And maybe at the end of the day, if they have any, any energy or time left, they can do some stuff for themselves. And a little bit of it is that, you know, they've been conditioned that that's their role to kind of take over, you know, look after the house, look after the kids. And if there's anything left, they can do that. But it's like, no, actually put yourself first. So that's like a big message we have within our coaching. It's like, when you put yourself first, everything else is better. Like everything, you know, your relationship with your kids, your family, your partner, yourself, um, you're going to have more energy and everything to show up in the world and do the things that are important to you. So that's a really big one of it. Um, yeah, there's heaps. It's, yeah, it's a very emotional thing, the body and how mm. we view ourselves and that we're not good enough unless we're wearing a certain size or whatever, looking a certain way, like bikini ready or it's so much Whatever pressure and like, yeah, it's everywhere. So it's almost like redefining what your version of success looks like for you, whether that's in your body, your life or whatever. Yeah. Um, where do you think the, the shoulds come from? Do you think it's like female to female or do you think it's male to female? It's definitely female to female. Really? So, yeah, for sure. Like I think females think they're doing it for males, but they're actually doing it for themselves and other females. Females are so judgy, mm. but they're also the ones who, you know, scroll through social media or look at people at the gym and go, oh, wow, she did that. Or like, la la. Guys are chill and they, like, it's different. But it's a guy often I don't feel would comment as much on a female's body as a female would. Mm. I think we're a lot harder on ourselves than, yeah we think that yeah males would be like i don't know yeah the whole um something that baffles me maybe because i don't know i'm not the smartest of individuals but of um of like i don't understand why we can't live in a society where if someone looks good you can just be like hey you look good today mm. and that's it you know not because you're a certain size not because of whatever it's just like hey i like your shoes or you look good yeah. or nice hair or whatever it's just like and it's kind of like a, it's a full stop at the end of the sentence. It's not a, a passive aggressive comment. It's not like a, hmm, 
you know, I'm trying to get one over on you or anything like that. And I don't understand why human beings like to like to throw those sly little jabs, you know. It's just like someone looks good, like, hey, you look good. That's it. Have a good like day. That. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, like, we're very visual creatures, right? Like, mm. you know, every, we're drawn to things that look nice. Like, you know, this, and especially social media, there's stuff everywhere, like, bombarding us with, like, yeah, what we should look like or cool new clothes or whatever. So it's like, that's how we see value. It's rightly or wrongly, but we're conditioned for that. But I, yeah, I agree. It would be awesome if you could just kind of say something like that and there wasn't like an underlying, like, oh, what do you mean by that? Yeah, you're like, well, yeah. nothing. You know what I mean? Like, like, you look good. Like, yeah. And that doesn't even have to be like, yeah, like you say, like in your body or whatever. It could just be like, oh, you look, yeah, like, could be glowing you know like yeah, yeah exactly happy like their eyes are happy their skin is shining like all of that sort of stuff like yeah just be like oh you look good today mm. okay. when someone's when someone's confident and clearly in a good place mentally and just like mm-hmm. walking around it doesn't matter what they're wearing it doesn't matter their size or anything like that like right. that looks good on people you know and yeah. it's um you know when someone says like uh like a smile looks good on people yeah it's, it's true. Yeah, and I think that's really important. And that's something, you know, we try and help my clients with, you know, during their journey is like figuring out what that is for them. There's some reason where they feel mm-hmm. they're not enough in themselves and they want to change. So it's like, what is that change? The easy answer is I want to lose weight for some reason. It just seems to be. That's obviously the magical answer. But then, like I said, as they go through the journey, it's actually like, oh, you know, maybe I don't want to do this job. Maybe I don't want to be friends with these people. Maybe I don't like the way that whatever my family speaks to me. Like there's so many, you know, components that make it up. Um, You know, it's not just about the physical, it's about the emotional, spiritual, you know, all of that and helping them figure that out for themselves. So powerful, but also very complex in the same time. Mm. It's funny how we get into coaching, right? And you, uh, you learn so much about AMP, biomechanics, like movement, class management, attitude and presence, like then uh, the nutrition side and all that type of stuff. And then you become a counselor. Yes. And you're like, oh, shit. So like- much. Yeah. Like, do you know what it is? Like, majority of my job is like, yes, there's the nutrition and follow your habits and like, you know, do your mm-hmm. training and all that great stuff. But the big part of it is like, okay, and while you're doing all that, let's deal with what's going on in your head. Yeah while yeah. you're going through that journey yeah. and that's people don't realize that eh? it's like there's who you are and there's how you think about who you are mm-hmm. and that's where the struggle is because something isn't aligned with where you want to be because you mm-hmm. see you view yourself in a different way of like maybe how it actually is i don't know so yeah like all these um all these like training qualifications and coaching qualifications like in my opinion should have um like sports psychology it should have counseling it should have a cbt like it should have all these things as like a base all right you need to know something about everything simply because people are different and you're gonna you will eventually somewhere down the line come across someone from a from a very strange upbringing or a different experience and it will throw you a curveball and if you're super set in one mindset then you're not going to be able to help that person yeah and i think yeah, that's an interesting one because coaches typically get into coaching because they may be good at or enjoy a thing. Maybe it's yeah. you know, weightlifting or nutrition or whatever. <laughs> but yet the thing that 
you know, it, it's people. That's what you have to understand. It's people, mm-hmm. it's their behaviors, it's how they think, it's their mindset. And so, like, for me, one of the reasons that I did start getting into nutrition coaching is that I had a nutrition coach years ago. Um, I worked with Working Against Gravity when I was, like, kind of doing CrossFit and wanted some help, and they taught me about macros. But there was a key component missing, um, and that was the behavioral side and, like, why we think what we think and how to actually help someone move through a behavior change. They were just kind of like, here's your macros, which was great because I was like athlete mind, right? I was like, yeah, tell me what to do and I'll do it. Yeah. That's not most people. Most people, you know, are a bit more like fluid than that. Um, you know, I was very set on my goals and that was easy. But so that's part of the reason I start, started Feel Great Coaching is like, wow, that you actually need to understand the person. And so my background in behavioral change management was like, there's this huge component missing from a lot of coaching out there, all nutrition coaching that I could see. There was a lot of coaches who were going, here's your macros every week you check in and they up them 10 carbs or down, you know, whatever. And I'm like, well, what about me and how I feel? Because mm. <laughs> that's the big bit. And people just want someone who cares and is invested in them and is going to help them and truly like, yeah, cares about them. So what would you say would be like, the biggest hole coming from the background that you have with uh with your main hustle before you kind of sat that one off and made made the coaching um the main jobby what would you say is like the big hole that's missing and nutrition coaching Mm. yeah i mean definitely that like behavioral change um like psychology so a lot around like the psychology of the brain so i've done a lot in terms of you know, like why we draw into certain things um, like dopamine and, you know, like all those um, kind of neurotransmitters and how they affect our emotions, our behaviours. It's There are coaches that do it. Like <laughs> I'm not the only one, of course, but there are some really good coaches out there um, who do this kind of more um, whole person kind of coaching not life coaches you still have to have the nutrition like background and stuff but I think you know if you are thinking about working with a nutrition coach ask them like what they how they work with their clients like what does a check-in process look like for example like how much contact can you have with them because I know a lot out there is very transactional um it's like do this, do this. And so once again, it's that restrict restriction or it's rules and it's putting you in this certain box. And it's like, what happens if my life moves outside that box? I haven't actually haven't got the tools and the habits and the behaviors to be able to work without this, you know, whether it's counting macros, whether it's being on a meal plan or whatever, it's like, hmm, I haven't actually set up really good habits and behaviors to help me if my life changes versus like my clients. I know that whatever they're going to go through, even when they finish working with me, they've got all of those habits and behaviors, the baseline kind of fundamentals that work for them. And, you know, unless they have like a massive crazy life change, they're going to be able to adapt to work with that. So I think, yeah, the big hole is definitely around that behavioral psychology and mm. how we work as humans, because ultimately, yes, there's nutrition, um, but the human, you've got to coach the human and that's the biggest thing in any coaching you know nutrition weightlifting crossfit anything that's it like i got um 
in terms of the the coaching side, I got a saying that we teach the we teach the exercise or we teach the movement, but we coach the individual. Yeah. Um, and we are in the business of people. Like we come into it and we think, oh yeah, I'm gonna get in the business of fitness because I love nutrition, mm-hmm. I love CrossFit or whatever. Like I I love sport. I'm gonna make some freak athletes. And you're like, listen, like you know, a very small percentage of people become a professional athlete and then even smaller actually do anything with that you know most professional athletes you never know who they are because they kind of just cruise they make some money they retire they have a great life most people you're going to deal with are those that just like they want to get in the gym they want to leave the gym and they want to be a better person because they came into the gym and i'm like all right well you're gonna have to deal with people now and people are fucking hard hard animals to uh, deal with yeah, I think that's a really interesting point around like athletes. Um, I think a lot of people like within fitness, you know, whether it's nutrition or coaching, whatever, will probably go like so many people want to target the athletes, right? They mm-hmm. want to go, I want to coach athletes, but athletes, like you say, well, what are your definition of athletes are? But if we're talking like professional athletes and, you know, top tier kind of athletes, that's such a small percentage of the world. So I think you know, like you, your more normal person, your general population, your mum, your dad, who's coming into the gym, like you say, they're working out because they, you know, want to be healthy and mm-hmm. they want to eat well for their life and be around longer for their kids or whatever. That's that's who you've got to deal with. And like you say, people are complicated. Yep. <laughs> and like you say, all different upbringings and, you know, um, points of reference and social conditioning and all of that plays into it. Like, different traumas that they've been through in their lifetime and that affects everything and trauma is a really big one and it's it's a hard one to touch on with clients initially because you really have to build that kind of um, trust relationship and they also have to build that within themselves to have the confidence to actually talk about that and Mm -hmm. have that connection to like the trauma as to the actions because a lot of people don't see that they're just it's almost like so suppressed um that they don't yeah see the impact that it's kind of having on their life but when they do it's like painful to bring up but like wow the you know change in them and the evolution of them as a human is like huge Mm, that is that is absolutely enormous and like like trauma is like a blanket statement it comes from like many many different sources right but like uh (laughs) what what like barriers do you see where you kind of look at it and you're like okay cool we need to go dig in a little bit deeper um to, to kind of unravel that what barriers do you to usually see oh man so many like a lot of it this is really kind of yeah so a lot of it is that ownership for people's actions um is a mm. really big one and that's really hard to say because i don't want to like if any of my clients were to listen to this i don't want to be like oh you're not taking responsibility but people want to have an answer for something not working that's not themselves and that is so hard so I guess like as a coach when you see that it's just kind of helping it's questioning it's um helping them to come to that outcome themselves like you can't do it for them and that's what's so hard even if you can see it you can see the connection they have to realize it themselves or it will never you know, it will never be worked through in the way that is going to actually be helpful. Because if I sit here and go, hey, wow, like, I can see you've got this problem. You're like, oh, and you get quite resistant. Mm -hmm. So like the energy is very different than you going, wow. Like if I ask you a question, you're like, oh, man. 
and then you kind of make that connection it's just so much more powerful so yeah like that's the probably big barrier is them figuring it out for themselves and it's at a time that they're ready to so people often for example when people sign up with me they do an initial six months as a minimum for coaching because that's just what I've seen how, how long it takes to see right really good change I'd love if people stay with me for a minimum of a year but that scares the shit out of people so um <laughs> anyway that you they have an idea in their head of okay it's going to take this long and sometimes it takes longer because they're not quite at a place where they're ready to go there so that's hard because they've put like a barrier on themselves of like oh, I'm not there yet why is it taking longer and then once again, not taking responsibility, but oh, it's obviously your fault because you said it would take six months, you know? And then so once again, it's that responsibility and ownership of like everything in your life is down to you and your choices and your actions. Someone can help guide you and help you work through it. Yes. But like, ultimately it's you, it's your thoughts, your actions. And so helping them realize that. And once they realize that it's so powerful because then they have the confidence to go, wow, I can actually change the trajectory of my life because they have that power but previously it's like oh I can't do it because obviously my body's broken my hormones are screwed like I've had kids whatever that you know something that's not them like put it on something else and that yeah like once you see clients go through that change and own it you're like oh yeah that's good yeah ownership is is a really powerful tool and it's also really beautiful to see right and see someone like the penny drop in someone's mind and be like oh shit like i actually have the capability to do whatever the fuck i want to do um i just need to like own it and own the bad stuff too the quote-unquote bad stuff because what does that even mean you know like good and evil is just down to perception so it's like own every single part of you uh mentally physically spiritual emotionally financially whatever it is and be like okay well this is where i am because of the actions i've taken to get here if i wanted this to change you know i would need to change those action actions you know like einstein's definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results yet like you kind of look at the way you live your life because we're in a rat race right you kind of do whatever and you you're watching mainstream media which is clearly bias or you knock around with the same types of people that kind of go out and drink all the time or whatever you kind of fall into these ruts and then you're like you're doing the same thing and expecting that you're going to get somewhere new i was like you're by definition insane exactly oh okay what do i need to do i don't know something different you know change it (laughs) yeah 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 i mean you can't go around telling people that they're insane but (laughs) as a a counterpoint though i do think um everyone is mental like oh yeah we all are in our own special way so it's Mm -hmm. like figuring out your own mental and working with it like Mm -hmm. i know i'm crazy and I, i have no problem with that but it's like as soon as you put like a negative definition on that like oh i'm so crazy like and then it's like a bad thing like no, I'm crazy and it's awesome. Mm. And just figuring that out and like, what is your superpower and using that to like, you know, change your life in a way that works for you. I like that. What is your superpower? I like yeah, that. That's, a, I like that's a really cool saying. Yes. I do that a lot with my clients and a lot of people don't know their superpower. Do you mm. know your superpower? What's your superpower? Uh, I, uh, I'm a very critical thinker. Um, okay. And so I'm a writer, you see, you know, I've, I write poetry and that. Um, 
So I'm able to sit down and, and think about things from a different perspective and um, also have the humility to, to have a conversation with someone else and be like, well, what's your perspective? Mm. And I never really think I'm right, you know, like it's just how I perceive things and that doesn't mean it's necessarily right. Um, so I don't know, maybe critical thinking. Yeah, cool. Maybe. Mm. That's good. There's a good superpower. Um. What, what would yours be? Yeah. Um, so mine is that I can always relate to anyone. I think that's mm. mine. Like I have, I don't know, I haven't met anyone in the world yet that I haven't kind of connected with in a way. Um, oh, yeah. empathy. Yeah. But mm. the flip side of that superpower is I take on people's emotions. Yeah. So, yeah. Which is like probably quite normal in coaching space, right? Like, so I've had to learn to like really protect my energy because of that. Like it's a superpower, but you know, with every superpower, there's kind of the other side of it. So mm -hmm. once you know your superpower, you know your weaknesses. So you can like work with that to, you know, set your life up in a way that actually helps you, you know, do that superpower. It's great power. It comes with great responsibility, right? Exactly. Yeah, that's true. Um, I do think empathy is a, is a vital key um to coaching it's a it's a pillar that yeah, you know things need to be built upon like if you don't have, you can't empathize with the people in front of you or the people you're working with like there's going to be an elephant in the room you're not going to address you know what i mean there's there's going to be 80 percent there and there's going to be the last 20 percent that you just can't like deal yeah. with people and like we said like you're in the business of people you need to be able to relate to them like feel their emotion and their pain but yes on the flip side that is a really important point we're just like you got to take yourself out of that sometimes like otherwise yeah. you're going through someone else's struggle and you're not even in that which is is not fair for you yeah yeah and i think it's an interesting one because like a lot of coaches probably feel this but having the confidence as a coach to uh, like call out your clients on certain things in a way that's going to help them change so i feel like there's a lot of coaches who can see certain things in their clients but maybe don't have the confidence to kind of speak up and help point that out but it's actually that is part of your job to help them grow and change is to yeah like whether you point it out or whether you question in a way that helps them figure it out um yeah that's like the big job as a coach and that is hard because you could just sit there and go oh yeah they're okay they're gonna be fine but it's like oh no there's something more here and it's our role to really pull that out and help them mm. something that really um really used to screw me up when i when i first started coaching this years and years ago was uh you can't save them all mm, yes oh that's so hard <laughs> And, yeah. you know, you'd be like grasping just to try and like, listen, like I can legitimately help. I'll do it for free. No problem. Yeah. Like, let me just help you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And they just drain the shit out of you. And you're just yeah. like, well, what am I doing wrong? Yeah. So that's actually such an important point. So before I had like my coaching mentor, um, I would work with anyone, right? Like they'd come to me and I'd be like, yep, because we can help anyone. We're coaches, like, yep, someone needs nutrition help. I can definitely help you. Now I'm a lot more selective on who I work with. I don't mm -hmm. just work with anyone. Like you have to apply to work with me because if I'm going to give my energy to you, I want to receive some back. It's it's a reciprocal. Like, yes, they're paying me money, but like 
it's an energetic exchange as well. And if I'm not getting lit up from like conversations with my clients, it's like, oh, sorry, like you seem great. And I'll refer on, I'll be like, hey, like totally, like, you know, see where you want to go. Like I've got another coach who might be a better fit for you. Mm -hmm. And generally there's no hard blood, but it's like, it's hard when you're building a business, right? Because you're like, oh, I'll take everyone. But it's like, no, because that is not a sustainable business model. Because <laughs> you will burn yourself out, drain yourself. And yeah, it is. It's an energetic exchange. And those people will just take, take, take. Not meaning to, but they will. They'll drain you and you'll be done. <laughs> yeah, man. So. Like I've, I've been there and I'm sure you've been there to it too, where I've literally get handed money back into people's hands and i needed that money like i needed that money to, to pay food like i didn't know how i was gonna eat you know what i mean but i'm like listen i can't work with you like we do not gel blah 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 and you know i'm i'm a guy that'll tell you straight and you're not the type of person that that enjoys that so i'm like listen here's your money back see you later i'll figure it out how i'm gonna eat the next week yeah it's a hard one. We used to call them <clears throat> energy vampires. So like, mm. people who suck your energy. And so every time I'm on a call with a client, like a, a potential new client, it's like, is, is this a fun conversation? Like you should feel, you know, lifted up from it. Like, wow, I'm so excited to help this person. Like some people will get on these calls and just like, oh, it's so hard, so hard for me. No, no, no. Oh, but I want to help you. But like, oh, is it worth it? So there is that. Um, some you still can help. You just have to think about like really clearly what your boundaries are to be able to protect yourself within that. And it also like goes across our spectrum. So from business also to your personal life too, right? And I'm sure yes. like you, you speak to same. people. It's exactly the same, right? Yeah. And mm -hmm. I think that, is legitimately one of the hardest things to go through is to like analyze your inner circle. So I'm talking like rate small, like the, the, the yeah. people that you would like go to battle for not knowing what for, you know what I mean? Just like, all right, I'll go to war for you. Yeah. And you're like, are they literally, are they dreading me or are they like meeting me halfway? You know what I mean? That's, that's hard. It is hard. Yep. <laughs> and it's like, how do you, if you kind of figure out that like, wow, there's someone who isn't kind of lifting me up in the way I lift them up. It's like, how do you have that conversation? Is it a conversation? Do you naturally let it drift? I don't have the answer for that. Mm. <laughs> what do you do? Yeah. Oh, I don't have the answer. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all personalized, yeah. right? It's like individual. Yeah. Like it's, it doesn't okay. matter. So I guess having been through this myself like I've had a couple of times like recently like with friends who just kind of realized like I was kind of putting in more than I was getting out yeah. and it's like is it worth a conversation and I decided no I was like let's just see how it plays out and I just didn't really invest too much of myself into it so I wasn't giving as much and I just like let's see how it goes and one of them one of the friends is actually like it's really good um interestingly you know like they come back we'll still see it's still on the fence I'm just like protective of my energy with that in terms of how much I give when I'm there I'm fully present but it's kind of like mm, still we'll see and it is just that it's protection of energy having kind of really clear boundaries and then you know life will figure itself out and it will drift if it needs to and that's okay mm -hmm. i'm very similar like if 
if uh, I know for a fact I would give all of myself to to do shit, like I'm very much, I live through passion, you know what I mean? Like we, we clearly love what we do, you know what I mean? So I will go so fucking hard. Um, and the same in my, my personal life too. It's like, all right, if we're, if we're mates, like we're mates, it's family, you know what I mean? And if you're not going to meet me at that line, I'll cut off and I'll just kind of do what, do my thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'll just kind of shut down. And it and it's funny because, like, I don't know how many times it's happened. People turn around and be like, oh, you don't do this for me. You don't do that, blah, blah, blah. I was like, no, motherfucker, because you don't do it for me. So I, ain't, yeah. you know, I ain't wiping your ass, mate. I'm just doing my yeah. thing. It's like, here's a, here's a really good thing I always think about. And this goes for friendships, relationships, like coaching, whatever. It's like, if it's not a fuck yes, it's a no. Ooh. Yeah. I don't remember where I heard that, but like, you know, like you hear people in relationships and they'll be talking about like, oh, I don't know, like I'm feeling a bit, I'm like, that's not a fuck yes. Like get rid of that shit. You want like that stuff in your life that just like lifts you up, like energizes you, like you love doing. And same goes for your job. Like, oh, every I see so many people who just like suck their soul in their jobs. And I'm like, why? Mm. You only get one life. Do things you love. Mm. And this is where the internet's a beautiful thing, right? So people can connect like all over the world that will pour into your cup and you'll pour into their cup. So it's like a let's fucking go, let's do this type stuff. Like that that rings a rings a bell. Like I just um I sent a message to someone I, I had a uh, conversation with on the podcast fucking months ago. Um yeah. like she just came out of an injury or whatever. Anyway, we kind of chatted for like five minutes and then the last thing was like, let's fucking go. It was like, that's it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Let's go. You know, you do your <laughs> shit. I'll do my shit. Let's go. And it's like, yeah, that's that's so true. If it's not a fuck yes, it's a fuck no. Yeah. I love that. That's the way we should live our lives. Oh, yeah. Too many people are stuck in, like you say, the rat race of whatever. They should do this. They're trying to, like, pursue these crazy views of success that maybe aren't even theirs and then are unhappy for it. Mm. Ugh. Ugh. Have, have you ever... Um, I don't know. Have you ever struggled mentally? Yeah. That's a personal um, question, but you know, yeah, you can tell okay. me to fuck yeah. off. Um, it's an interesting one. Very interesting. Quite topical right now. Um, so I've just like had this like shoulder injury mm-hmm. and I didn't realize kind of how much like physical activity was like so important for my mental health. I was still training through it but obviously not to the like intensity weights and stuff that I was before. And so, yeah, I got this really low point, like, holy shit. I was just like, wow. And then it's really hard because you've got clients and you have to, you know, emotional energy that goes with that. And when you're at a place where you can't really even kind of look after yourself, how can you kind of help clients? So yeah, that's been an interesting journey for me. And it's really flipped how I view my training. Like now that I'm coming out of it, it's like, fine, I can talk about it, but like, holy shit, I was in a hole. Mm -hmm. And it just has really changed my view of why I train because I always thought I trained, yeah, because it was fun and like, I like doing it. But now I was like, wow, there's that, but it's actually like, I'm a completely different person if I don't train. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't that I wasn't training, it was just the intensity. So when I'm thinking about like the things that I prioritize in my life, it's like, I... I'm, I'm doing it for a bigger why, like not just going because it's fun and I get to do cool things. It's like, 
actually like the chemicals within my brain are different <laughs> if I don't train so when I'm like oh, I can't be bothered and because I don't really I'm not competing or anything there's nothing there's no big drive there it's like oh wow no you need to go or you just will be a different person and same with like eating nutritious food and stuff like it's all connected I found like when I wasn't training hard my nutrition wasn't as good and then obviously that affects everything and wow and then it just made it all the more powerful for what it is that I do with my clients because I was like wow I've just been doing this on autopilot for so long for Mm -hmm. so many years of my life I forgot how good like when you feel really good you forget how crap you can feel and that's where a lot of people are so it was really hard for me but it was also probably really powerful for like what I do with my clients because it just like showed me the real value in it because some people probably are here and like if I can help them through training and nutrition and you know all these great things to get to here and feel amazing every day like wow that's so much more than physical health and so mm. yeah and now you yeah, can also just, empathize with that too right yeah I think I've just always done it having you know like I was a competitive swimmer and then I got into CrossFit so I've always done training but it's always had that competitive aspect so that kind of kept me going and then it wasn't until that I kind of didn't do it at quite an intense level that I was like oh wow it was that that makes me who I not makes me who I am but like gives me the energy for life and eating well and all of these great things like I knew it was good but I kind of forgot how powerful it really is yeah I only asked simply because um I mean I'm exactly the same though um (laughs) like I've been weight training like coming up to 13 years and I knew even as a kid I was like if I don't train I I'm not good um so I'm like I need to train to get all this like anger out and then also like just deal with like shit that's going on situationally and mentally and stuff so like I just need to train so I just train all day which I mean has its benefits and negatives but you know it's it is what it is it's the that's my star um but I only ask because um the deeper you have conversations with people right and the 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 more you kind of progress and get get through the fluff. Um, yes. When people turn around and be like, oh, I either went through this um, this acute thing in my life that sent them a little bit west mentally or they've always struggled or they've, they've, they've experienced it, right? So they can empathize with it. They mm. are now, when they come out of it, are critical thinkers yeah. and they can see things from a different light. So yeah. it's like you have to go through that and then you can see the world in like a different light. So then that can only ever become a positive outcome. So the whole situation can only ever be positive. So uh, yeah. I find it really interesting. I'm like, I wonder if, you know, I'm sure some neuroscientists will be able to figure this out. I wonder if those times actually alter some chemical balances so that you can can see it in a different way. Yeah. But I think it's a beautiful thing, you know, like it it might it might be a fucking awful time at that at that very stage but write mm. down those emotions hence why you know i've, I've made a book and onto the yes. second and all that type of stuff um you write down all those things and you're like wow like i now have a different perception on life and that perception is actually very educational so when things and alter again i can go back and read it and be like wow i'm learning from myself simply because it's like you're putting on a uh, um, a lens or a glasses and you're kind of seeing the same thing but just in a different light that's why I ask I'm all yeah. about those, uh, those deep chats yeah you know? yeah oh totally and like you say it's so more powerful when you've kind of 
yeah, been through that and can relate. And mm. so many people are going through those struggles and helping them really see like what the tools are that can help them. Like we all know that nutrition and exercise is great, but like, yeah, really just seeing how powerful it can be. Mm. And you can also like, you, you see it in someone's eyes, right? As soon as they come in or even on, on Zoom or whatever, you like take a look into someone's eyes. You're like, okay, I know exactly what I need to know. Don't worry about it. Exactly. Like, I got you. That's it. like and oh yeah, it's, it, you so can. Like as soon as I chat with an initial client, I'm like, it's written all over them. Like the energy, just like everything. You're like, oh wow, it's helped you. Mm. <laughs> you could be a different person. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's just like step-by-step step and, you know, gradually gradually get in there earn the trust blah blah blah, blah. Yeah. go through the stage yeah. do your thing yeah. mm. uh, mate i really appreciate your time cool yeah thank you very fun. much thanks maybe we'll uh we'll throw down next time i'm uh i'm up in up in the mount yeah do you ever come up yeah um so i traveled around uh i lived in auckland for like four months and then uh, i got fired twice um so i kind of just was like you know what don't judge me what did you get fired for <laughs> how do you get fired see i'm uh i'm not judging would never judge as you can tell like i'm i'm foreign right i'm not i'm not yeah, kiwi yeah. so my accent is a little bit funny um but i'm also a guy that will tell you straight and i'll stand up for what's right regardless even if i'm the only one who's standing mm. um and it's just a you know in a couple of different institutes, there's a couple of different things that I didn't agree with. And I want to have a, a polite conversation um, and be like, Hey, like what's your side? Because this is my side and I don't necessarily agree with it. Um, and people don't like that. Um, especially in this country with your beautiful tall poppy son syndrome. Um, so usually just tell me to get fucked. So I'm like, okay, cool. Appreciate your time, you know, and oh. onwards anyway, like, um, it kind of just sparked. I was like, you know what, <laughs> fuck this. And like lived in my car for like a week and just drove around the country. Um, so I've been there a couple of times. I uh, really, really enjoy it. Uh, it's mm. definitely a place I'd want to like live for a little bit. You know what I mean? Spend some time, like actually live that lifestyle. Cause it's, it's a, it's a bit different, especially different to Christchurch, but like down yeah. here is absolutely wicked. Like I can literally see the sea and the mountains at the same time. Like it, that blows my mind. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, it's really good. But yeah, it's maybe. Cold. It's cold there, though. <laughs> nah, I give over. See, like, I'm used to cold, cold. Yeah. You know, like, freezing, freezing cold. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Here's, like, what? Cold's, like, four degrees, and I'm like, come on. Oh, that's so cold. Oh, my God. See, like, barely <laughs> there, yeah. Yeah, but you live on the beach. I know. <laughs> Not but, uh Yeah, hopefully I'm... um I've kind of mentally made a made a post-it note where it's just like, yeah, over summer, like we're finishing up a charity event in Memorial Day. So um, Remembrance Day, sorry, eight, uh, 11th of November. So mm -hmm. kind of after that, around Christmas time, I just want to like fuck off again and just like live on a beach. So I'll be dicking Ooh. around somewhere. Yeah, like, yeah. You know. we'll it will be, yeah, lots of lifting areas. So. Yeah, definitely yeah. not doing any CrossFit, but I'll throw a bar above my head. Fair enough. All right. <laughs> Thank you, mate. Appreciate your time. If uh, so, if anyone wants to uh, work with feel feel good, feel great, great coaching. Yeah. Not yeah, just good. Cool. If you feel do, great. Um, 
So just look us up on Facebook. So Feel Great Coaching or on Instagram, Feel Great Coaching. Um, or just add me on Facebook, Jane Louise. Sick. Um, get in touch. And actually, we've got a free um, nutrition community if anyone is interested in joining. So it's the Feel Great Nutrition Community. So jump in there, share lots of live trainings, uh, help you be the best version of yourself. What Perfect. That looks like? And I'll uh, I'll stick the link on whenever this goes up um, as yeah, well cool. too. Awesome. All right, mate. Cool, thank, thank you. you very much. Yeah. Take it easy. Have a good day. Yeah.